And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. I, mean, I love that you think we're going to punch him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt chugging anything. We got to some content here. In the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. <laughs> How many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt some love here. He's a, I, 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 lo- I love those head games at the two. The you got to weigh it's, all it's, your it's options. So much fun. Nobody I wants to go Lane Kiffin here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week. As we say every week, it's a new week, but it's not a new topic. It is Liquor and Leagues. We are here. The boys are in the studio. We're looking forward to this one. The first week of SEC football and college football as a whole is in the bag. It's done. It's behind us. Good, bad, or indifferent, no matter how you feel about it. It it is behind us. Like it or not, there's nothing you can do about yesterday. It is all about tomorrow. It it kind of feels like, you know, a piece of toilet paper. Well, that's because when when someone's behind behind you, you, they're constantly fucking you. But thankfully, the first week of football is not – well, hopefully won't continually fuck us. But that remains to be seen. Uh, uh, Doesn't matter. Let's let's not get off topic. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? Good. All right. I'm confused as shit. Well, and then how am I reacting to that statement? Or like, how do I feel about how I, I made my picks? Just how do you Those feel about things. how you're feeling? Not good. Not good. Okay. I changed well, my answer altogether. Not good. It's like I'm starting over. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable topic. I don't want to yeah. get into it. That's okay. Well, you know what? Then let's just move past it. I'm happy everybody's here. Liquor and Leagues. We're rolling into our second week. So obviously, you know the format. If you listen, we're going to talk about the week that was, and then we're going to jump into the week that will be. What's coming up? What games are going to happen this weekend? And so we'll get our picks, and we will keep on rolling. Mac, Mac, you you had a good first week, brother, in terms of your picks. Only missed oh, it's one. On. Only missed one. So actually, um, Mac is leading the week. <laughs> Enjoy being That's out. It. Game over. We we season. Season. We're done. We're done. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and Fuck jump. Thank you in. very much, LSU. That's all I got to say. Well, well I, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're not by yourself, unfortunately, because Haas made sure of that because he picked Florida State and you picked LSU. Yeah. But I'm just saying, in terms of the group as a whole, you are out in front. You may be sharing that lead, but you are not. You're not yesterday. I'm not on right? the bottom. You're not behind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me go ahead and share this. So, uh, you know what? It's a new season, and we do this year over year. And it's like, how do you attack this week of football? It is the first week, right? There's a lot going on. It is the first games, first game jitters. You're just learning your offense, your defense, your special teams. And, you know, it. it in some ways, it is it's a learned a learning curve going to be involved there because it's like okay, how are teams really doing? So, let's go ahead and break it down. Let's take a look. Obviously, on the twenty sixth, we all went Vanderbilt over Hawaii. That was a win, no brainer. Then we jump into the thirty first of August, Florida traveling across the country to number fourteen Utah. We all picked Utah, and I think by and large that game went mostly how we thought, mostly. But there was a lot said that night in Texas. I know you were absent because you are six hours ahead of us. But Grinch and Mac and myself, we were wildly going back and forth about this game. So uh, anybody got thoughts or did you say all you needed to say? Well, you know, certainly Vegas thought it would be a tighter game as the as the spread kept closing. Um, 
you know, obviously we were unanimous <clears throat> in our picks. It wasn't like we necessarily thought Florida would win. I, I think I was just surprised at how ugly they looked in the process. Um, they looked disjointed. They they looked out of sorts. Um, maybe some good stuff here and there, but man, just the line. They, they looked getting... slow too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they just couldn't tie anything together. They couldn't tie their offense, their defense, their special teams. There was just no side of the ball where they looked successful. And I think I said it in text. They just lacked that killer instinct. And I don't if that's a coach, if that's the players, some combination thereof. I don't know what it was, but Grinch, you came out of the gate. You're like fucking Utah overrated. They look weak. But by the end of the game, clearly we saw who the weaker side was. And that's a painful pill to swallow as a Can Florida fan. That? I need to like scroll back. You did. Yeah. You were talking I, about I fucking to, weak I'm sauce. Be, I'm going to pull a, well, weak sauce is a generic term. Uh, yeah. But you were talking <clears> about <throat> Utah specifically. <laughs> and then your tune changed. I, I'm going to pull a Brian Kelly and tell you I did not say exactly what I actually did say <laughs> on my own radio show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was an abysmal game from Florida standpoint. And again, you can make the argument, oh, it's first game. You know, Graham Mertz is the new quarterback. He's coming from Wisconsin, new system. But by all accounts and everything that we heard coming out of Gainesville, he had picked up on it quick. You know, he understood the playbook. He understood the scheme. He was in control of the offense, working with some really good wide receivers. Uh, the wide receiving core never seemed to come together. They never established a running game, which was something they did last year against Utah here in Gainesville. What? I think 283 yards rushing last year. Mm -hmm. And I think halfway through the second quarter, they're like, you've got like 12 yards. So either Florida looked like shit or Utah just figured them out. I think it could have been a combination of the two. I think so. Um, it's possible. But I, I, I do want to say I'm still like, who's the guy? Austin Martin? The defensive coordinator for Florida, Austin Rudy something, Ru no, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. This guy's 30 years Insert old. He, fat dude's name here. <laughs> he was born. He was born the year we were juniors in high school. And I, I make the argument, how much can you know? How much can you have seen? If, if you're playing for a division three team or whatever, fine, but you are at kind of the pinnacle and I know we are biased as SEC fans, but you are at the pinnacle of collegiate football in Division One in an SEC school, and you clearly looked fucking lost, or your defense yeah. did, which I think is a direct reflection of you. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just looking back at some of the things I was looking at after the game. Gators converted one of 13 third downs, two of five fourth downs while totaling 13 yards rushing on 21 carries. So it was 13 yards total. I, I, I don't, I can't, I couldn't remember at the time when I wrote that, if it was the total, I need to look. Oh, at okay. That. But I just remember thinking like, good God, that is just bad. It is. <laughs> Bad's not bad. <clears throat> a good word for it. Uh, I think it was far worse than bad. It was God fucking awful. Right. I would have taken bad. It calls into question a second year coach coming in. And I'm not sure what he has established. I don't know. And well, I guess that remains to be seen. Yeah. Again, we, again, we have this, we've had this discussion before, right? It's it's year two. Give him time. You know, give him, you know, give him time. I don't think he's gonna get it. I think he's gonna get sacked by midseason. Um whoa, certainly whoa, if it, whoa, know, hold on. I'm writing this down. Uh we're one right game in and, and you're That's saying your total, by the way. 13 yards. 21 carries awesome. for a total. Which accounts, which includes a negative 29 yards for Graham Mertz. 
which is not he's not a running quarterback. No, so that's he's not. not. Yeah, yeah, sacks plus twenty nine doesn't help you a lot. But no. three <laughs> three thirty three in the air. I mean, but he had to throw the ball forty four damn times. Right. That's not that's not balance. No, because there's right, no running game. Yeah. Um, Mac is saying it right now. We're one game in, and you're saying midseason he's going to be looking for a new job. I I, I would not be surprised by any stretch of the imagination because you got to think Tennessee is a loss. Um, you know, if he makes it that far, Georgia's a loss. Uh, Kentucky's probably a loss. Well, if they play the way they played Utah, there's only one win between <laughs> now and like midseason, and that's McNeese next State. this week, McNeese State. Yeah, yeah, because you know. Because he runs his conference so. schedule. Uh, he's got Charlotte, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, still, I don't know, man. Yeah, Pogie's got the team rolling. That's, that's, that's right. Rolling to Gainesville and pulling up. Yeah, I, um, I just, you know, I heard this in the talk shows all week, which is year two is when your culture is supposed to be taken over. Well, that's what I was going to say. We talk about giving time, and I know, Mac, you've said it time and time again in the three years we've hey. done this. Get your recruits in, but the culture gets established pretty immediately. Right, you take that year, but by the by the time the next season starts, whatever culture you've developed needs to have taken hold. And if yeah. you don't have that culture, then there's a problem. Well, but but you're not talking about culture when you're talking about. I mean, we don't know what their you know what their practices look like, right? Are they are they working really hard, and it's just not getting put together right, or he just doesn't have the right players to fit his system? But you know, clearly 100%. nobody's getting into fights at the bars right now. Uh, nobody's murdering anybody. That's nobody's our problem. And again, no killer instinct. No murder occurs. No killer instinct. <laughs> I see. Right. I'm seeing what you're putting. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, look, like the game that night. I don't want to waste too much more time on this one. It, it was painful to watch. It's painful to talk about. So let's move on. Okay, Florida, you're starting bottom of the barrel in the SEC, which is not something that they're used to doing. When Vanderbilt is playing better than you. That is not something you're used to. All right. So well, Missouri. It, it just last note is, I mean, a 31.9 million buyout. <clears throat> Mac, did you start your GoFundMe? I did. Uh, I did. We're at like $20,000. It, it is. Yeah. And this is something Mac and I talked about. $31 million buyout if they want to end his contract this season, Mac. So you got to ask yourself, How much? When, you, when you make the claim mid-season, you're talking $31 million in dead money they're going to pay out to this man. Yeah, that that has not been a problem for them in the past. I mean, they paid Will Muschamp to go coach against them. They I paid know. McElwain to coach against them. Um, I, I don't. Thirty-one million dollars is a lot to all of us. It is probably a drop in the bucket to the University, University. of Florida. Fair point. To, for for a reputation of of you know losing games. Right. Like How that. far are you going to set your program back by letting this right. continue versus paying out the thirty-one? But on you. the flip side, if you look at it, and just like at the quarterback position. At the head coaching position, there's been so much turnover since, you know, the, the Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow era that you can't build any real consistency. No. So it's almost like you have to suffer through a couple years of mediocrity and, and losing seasons to get back to Your stable ground, I think. I think you're right. And we'll just see if the boosters well, and it, the it, fan base and the alumni give them time to do it. I mean, a related topic for another time. But it's the but then who do you go after? Huh. It, you know, because I mean Luke Fickle, who was doing really well, um what was it, Iowa State? And then I think did Wisconsin snatch him up? Um, you know, was a name that people were certainly paying attention to. And usually, you know, you start also looking around at power fives, unless you're gonna do what like an Oklahoma slash USC did, which is 
I'm going to offer more money to take your guy or even an right. LSU with Brian Kelly. Right. I just it's, don't know. I'm not familiar enough with the names <clears> and who like the hot coaches are. Is Mike Bobo still available? <laughs> no. <laughs> Grinch is like, we may give you. There's a you. reason he's a coordinator because he didn't make yeah. it as a head coach. So you have to look at the track record. No, thank you. But again, you have to ask if you're going to throw money at someone in the schools that you pointed out, USC, Oklahoma, whatever. If Florida's paying almost $32 million to this guy, do they have the money then to throw around a, for a big ticket name? And that becomes an issue. All right, let's move on. Missouri over South Dakota, 35 10. Anybody pay attention to this game? Anybody give a fuck? I didn't even know they were playing. There you go, Mizzou. Moving Good on. on you, man. You got to win first <laughs> game of the season. Uh, Kentucky Ball State. The Wildcats just rolling on Ball State, 44-14. No big surprise. Ole Miss Mercer. The big, the big blue wall is back. <laughs> <laughs> Mercer. Uh, Ole Miss Mercer. I, th- I think I typed 79, but I think it's 73. 73-7. Um, Auburn over Massachusetts, 59-14. Arkansas over Western Carolina, 56-13. Mississippi State over Southeast Louisiana, 48-7. These are the types of scores you expect to hear in the first week of football in the the Southeastern Conference. Um, Georgia over UT Martin, big shocker, 48-7. I actually thought that one was going to be higher. I thought that was going to be more in line with like the Ole Miss score, Uh, but surprised. You guys, you dialed Uh, it back a bit. Yeah, I mean, as a matter of just tact, you know, Kirby's not one to just try and run it up. the shit out of programs that I do believe he legitimately has respect for. Um, you know, some of the aftermath was like, oh, God, Bobo, here's this conservative play call. It's like, yes, it was conservative. And Coach Smart said in the post-game conference, he told them to play a conservative game. We're going to rely on the defense. Yeah. Because the new most of the starter, the new starters are on the offensive side, not the defensive side. So right. I, I, I don't think there's anything to write about. There's not a lot you can take away other than Carson Beck now has his first start, came out in the third quarter. Whereas with Ole Miss, the reason the score, I believe, kept getting run up is because they were rotating in like three different quarterbacks, assessing them all with Jackson Dart being who started. And so each of those quarterbacks was like, I'm just going to let it fly, you know, to see if I can get this starting gig. I, I mean, I personally think it's a little classless to run up a score like that on a team that knows they're just there for a paycheck. But it's Lane Kiffin. Um, and I'm looking at you, Oregon, 81 to fucking whatever, <laughs> or, or yeah. Portland State, you know, or Arkansas, or, uh, uh, it was Arkansas State, Oklahoma, Arkansas State. You know, I got it. Butch Jones is the coach there now. Um, but yikes, you know, why? <laughs> just... but, but why not, right? I mean, you're, you're there to run your starters and run your plays, not necessarily. I mean, they, they, let's be honest, right? Ball State, Mercer, you know, they they know what they're getting when they sign up for these games. They're getting a paycheck. Right. Um, And they're funding their entire football program for the whole season off of one game. I think Baylor um, thought that with Texas State, and uh, well, <laughs> see how that came out. <laughs> exactly, it is nine times out to of try 10. to win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Georgia, and again, I, I don't want to detract from. No, I don't think how you really feel about Georgia or whatever. Yeah. But let's be honest, this wasn't a test. There's nothing to talk about, no, right? This is not a game worth really worth wasting time on because you expected this outcome. Defending national champions, Texas A and M. Did you um? Did you skip Tennessee, Virginia for a reason? Yes. Okay. Um, Texas A&M, 52-10. Vanderbilt coming in strong with a second I, I, win. 
4713. About, about AM, uh, what's his name? Connor Wegman. I believe it is. I'm trying to find his stats here real quick. Yeah, he, he looked really good. Uh looked legit. I definitely heard his name thrown around a lot on the different shows. Of just if he's if he's if he is that impressive going forward under the Bobby Petrino offensive scheme, then Texas AM can give people some problems. Have a sure. chance, so, right? Yeah. Somebody to watch. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. Uh Alabama 56-7 over MTSU. Uh, so those are the, just the kind of the knockoff games. Mac, you asked if I bypassed Tennessee for a reason. Yes, Tennessee, Virginia. And the reason I did was I wanted to talk about this game briefly. 49-13 over Virginia, Tennessee wins, and they win very handily. Joe Milton, though, looked fucking phenomenal in this game as the quarterback Boom, for Tennessee. Boom, 80 yards. Yeah. <laughs> and and so my question is, um, is uh, was it Heupel? Josh Heupel? Yeah, Josh, Josh Heupel. Heupel. They're ranked 12th going into the week. Are they a preeminent contender this season based on that game? Oh, I thought your question was going to be, did we want to sell our tickets? Because it was a waste of time. <laughs> we can fucking Tennessee take a game. beating. No, yeah. seriously, though. I mean, they're ranked 12th. Do they, yeah. Are they a legit contender? I think so. In terms yeah. of winning the East and probably ending up in, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, okay, well, then you tell me. I mean, you still, you know, right. Let, let's be honest. All roads still go through Georgia. Do okay, I think they have point. a legitimate chance to challenge Georgia? That's what I'm saying, and I apologize. They, Maybe the wording know, wasn't point, good, but, I mean, but yeah, let's be honest, right? Vanderbilt's going to fall off. They're it's great. They're getting their moment in the in, <laughs> take in the it while you get it. But yeah, you know when you start getting into SEC competition, they're going to fall off. Okay. Um, same with Missouri. Um, Tennessee, so Tennessee I, did I, move to nine in both the uh, AP and coaches poll. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think your east, your east is going to come down to Tennessee, Georgia, and Kentucky, um, and I think really just Tennessee, based off the game we saw the other day. So uh, November eighteenth, mark it on your calendar. Georgia goes to Tennessee, so Tennessee's Ooh. got a home field advantage, hundred four thousand. And then, so, what uh, what Tennessee what and Kentucky down good, there too? Good, uh, Go to Veterans Day weekend. Let's see what games are on that slate. We're, we're, we'll... we're busy, bro. We're busy. We'll get there. Aww. <laughs> All right. So uh, so Tennessee, obviously a contender in the East. Got to go through Georgia, admittedly. But I think they give Georgia currently, unless they just fall apart, they can give Georgia a run for their money. Whether or not they can win, that depends on the Saturday yeah. in which they play. Do, do you know who's not going to be a contender in the East? Florida. South Carolina. South Carolina. That's what I meant. All right. Well, hey. Thanks for that. Well, let's go ahead. And, I was trying. Let's go to ahead and pivot to tee you up. There's you, there's some silver linings. Oh, uh, I didn't I've see got, any of them. I've UNC, some what, what, you UNC, didn't get mayonnaise South dumped Carolina. on your head, coach. That's the silver lining. The Duke, the Duke mayonnaise sperm bowl in Charlotte. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not dumping five gallons Speaking of fucking of Duke, mayonnaise. Um, Duke beating Clemson. That was the best game of the freaking weekend. <laughs> uh, UNC versus South Carolina, and really, I guess this is this is not. It's a home game, really, for both of them. They're both about ninety miles. From yeah, it's about Charlotte. an hour and a half each way. You know, the fan bases are traveling. Um, Haas, I, again, I know you missed this game live in real time. Yep. yep. But they suffered from the same problem Florida did. They just look fucking abysmal. Yeah, I went back and watched highlights and watched press conference and looked at stats. And from what I can tell, it's like apparently the offensive line was non-existent. 
Uh, I think we had negative two rushing yards in totality. Um, and the defense, uh, both on the front and the linebacking core, looked a little iffy, but the secondary looked okay. Uh, their tackling apparently was okay. Their coverage was okay. The stat that I saw that was, I, that was surprised me was that Spencer Rattler was 30 for 39 with a 76.9 completion rating, which is his highest now, only one game so far. But the nine the nine passes he had incomplete were because he got sacked nine times. So you're saying he'd have been 100% if he hadn't gotten sacked. I'm just – oh, here's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying I think – um. They dial in the offensive line, and if they can establish a run game, and actually, if Dowell Loggins can actually get the play calling down, they may have an offense. And, and so that's that's my point. As a South Carolina yeah. fan, yeah. year yeah. in year out, you know where where we've kind of struggled a lot of times, uh, unless it was like Connor Shaw or somebody like that, is having a quality five star quarterback. And I think we have that, but you have to keep him upright. You have to give him time to get the ball where it's supposed to go. So I don't know. I, look, let's see what happens. Maybe, may, you know, they fine tune some things with Furman, but I mean, look, week three, we know it's South Carolina, Georgia, and I can't imagine that's going to go well at this yeah. rate. So, so if you so thought you were getting, you. if you thought Spencer was on Here his we go, one and two. that game, yeah. Georgia's defense is probably going to put him know, there as well. I know. I'm, I'm just like, well, the, the interesting thing on the stats, I mean, first off, UNC's defense under Gene Chizik looked really, really good. And they came out with tenacity. They were firing off the ball. They looked like they really wanted to win that game. And, and you kind of felt like South Carolina got overwhelmed by that, frankly. You know, because I don't – I'll be honest, I, I'm not sure I've ever really truly gotten into the North versus South Carolina thing. Is like it's just truly – like it – just good old fashioned hate kind of thing. Um, no, I don't think. I don't think. There's I don't that. think it is. Think you that. know, and so honestly, like I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. it, even though clearly game day was trying to hype that up, like the you know the War of the Carolinas and all that. Um, I feel like UNC may have bought into that more of just how yeah. they prepared for the game. Yeah, but- I, I think it was a trap game in some ways. And and I'll tell you why, because one of the reasons I almost switched my pick, and we, we were kind of touching on this last week, was I had seen some things where Beamer was coming out saying, these guys are not p- practicing with intensity. Yes. And, and that was the end of the week. That was like Thursday or Friday. And I was like, what the fuck? And if you practice, if you play the way you practice, you're going to get beat. I think that's what he said. And yeah. Look what happened. And, and, well, and he said, you know, his other quote, which to your point, Haas, was he's like, Spencer actually gave us a chance. And I, I believe that to be true. I think he's a special quarterback. But you, you can't run for your life the whole game. And they had two sacks in the first half and seven in the second half. And by the way, I think that defense had like 16 total. Yeah, it was like 16 year. or 17. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so very and different right halfway defense. there. Great job, guys. And they used your team to get there. Yeah. It it just again it reaffirms that hope can be a dangerous thing because well, you guys it, you came off a, a you came off a high note at the end of last season. I'll be honest, it's why I picked you in this game. Same, I thought same, well, same. carrying and, momentum. And, and here's the thing. I mean, you know, it's one of those like it's it's the it's the difference between one thing or two things. Like I knew losing Marshawn Lloyd, I think he went out to USC and uh well that's another Birch. running back. Yeah, Birch. Oh, yeah. So it's and so we we lost our two our two main running backs, and so they they pulled Nico Harbors over to be a running back. I think not Nico Harbors. I'm trying to remember who it is. 
So we don't have an established running back. And apparently we lost half of our offensive line or majority of our offensive line. So what do you know? Those are the two big apparently red flags that are like waving in our faces and, you know, smacking us in the face, you know, blatantly. And so can they clean that up in a week or two? I don't think so. But I, I think if we can get past Georgia without a bunch of injuries, which concerns me, right? Because we know we have so many. Well, yeah, we do already. There's like six players that are already like completely yeah. injured. I, I, you're banged up and you're thin. Out, out for the season. So I'm thinking, man, I don't know. Can we get eight wins? And that's what's concerning because you guys were talking about this earlier. This is Beamer's third season. He overperformed season one, overperformed season two. It kind of feels like he's set up for failure this year because we have like the second or third hardest schedule in all of the NCAA. Like, we are we going to even get five hundred? Well, and this is, of course, is not the year you want Tennessee thinking about revenge, right? Know? Right. <laughs> no. And and again, one of the things for last year, especially, we had to listen to you. Special teams, special teams, special teams. They didn't even have that. I mean, as I said, the last two seasons, they blocked two punts in both opening games. This time, special teams just evaporated for you guys. Yeah. Which was a surprise. Because you Sad thought that's the you... one thing they could hang their hat on. Maybe not keep them in the game, but at least doing something. And then that mm. didn't happen. Yeah. Because we have the best punter in the country. Bar and Mike Roger, you know yeah. it. He, he had to punt five times. I mean, when you're getting that kind of work. perfect. You know, South Carolina, again, it was painful to watch much like Florida, only because obviously I picked South Carolina. So it was frustrating. I, did not expect to have UNC come out and punch them in the mouth from the defensive side of the ball. But like you guys said, they kept Spencer running for his life. Now he still completed 30 passes, but if most of those were very short passes, he wasn't throwing long balls and things of that nature. It was basically, I'm going to take what the defense will give me. Cause I got no yeah, fucking time. But you know, here's, here's the solace I take in this. No interceptions. You're out there running for your life. So here's what it means. It means he was making smart calculated decisions. Yeah, he was right? getting sacked nine times. Right, but yeah, here's you the know other what? problem. <laughs> but but not throwing about- interceptions, not fumbling the football, protecting the football. That's what you want to your quarterback. You want to make smart calculations. We know he's got the physical gifts. That's not been the problem since he's been in South Carolina. It's been is he's making the right decisions. And so the only solace I'm taking from this game, the only silver lining I'm taking from this game is that maybe if they can fix the offensive line and get a run game going – We'll we'll see more performances like Tennessee and Clemson games last year. All all spoken like a true South Carolina fan. With lots Maybe of hope in his heart. If we can do this, got that right, Mac. Better. Hey man, we need to take lessons as Florida fans now because apparently we're heading in the same direction. Bro, so I have a feeling you will we'll have to have I'll a class. You, the current <laughs> SEC rankings have uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, then Florida, then South Carolina. So, I mean, fellas, we're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like, it's not looking yeah. good. Well, look, and I'll say this. You you made the mention of the stat, and I'm going to point out the other stat that you didn't mention, right? Zero interceptions. You know how many touchdowns he's thrown? Yeah, zero. Exactly. So, yeah. you you can – it's great with one, but it looks like shit with the other. And that, that's a problem. So, you got to find a way to find the back of the – at the fucking end zone. Yeah. So, well. all right. <laughs> So there we go. 31-17, South Carolina takes their first loss of the season. Let's move to our last game, Florida State-LSU. Now, last year, LSU, they pulled out the win. This year, though, I, they're missing a few teeth when they leave the field this year because 45-24, Florida State came to play. 
just like UNC did. Florida State showed showed the fuck up. And and I think they're another legit team this year. And unfortunately, Mac Florida is going to have to face them at the end of the season. So. Yeah, I'd like to point out, though, loss. the fact that the two people that took Florida State are Hoss and Scruffy. I feel like maybe some insider information somewhere. I'm, I'm just... Maybe. <laughs> well, I, I, here's the interesting thing. Of all the games that got played between August 26th and September 3rd, there were only three SEC losses, and they were all losses to ranked opponents. Everybody yeah, else won. Cupcakes. Right. And guess who went, guess who went 13-0? and 0? The Pac-12. They haven't done that since the, like the 1929. Pack right. Exactly. The soon-to-be Pac-4. <laughs> yeah. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, but I thought that was surprising. and uh, probably means nothing. But all of the teams in the I, SEC that lost, lost to ranked opponents. And, and I think... Uh, go ahead, Grinch, and then I'll touch on what I was going to... No, no, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I, I was going to... Uh, maybe what you were going to talk about is uh, Colorado. Who gives a beating, fuck about uh, Coach Prime? TCU. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, we realize TCU is not the team that they thought they were in the national, you know, in the playoffs. Georgia last showed year. them for that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, harping on that for a second. I mean, I do think there was a lot exposed in that national championship game. And, and you know, we'll, we'll see. Like, Colorado's like a duct tape and bubblegum team put together that just straight balled out can they do it week in and week out time will tell and probably pretty soon uh, i think they go up against nebraska next but that's the interesting win. thing that's a win um I, I haven't looked at it myself but i heard them talking about it if you look at the odds for like the colorado nebraska game I want to say the spread's like three or like six. So Cleveland Vegas is like, all right, come on, folks. You believe? Start dropping some money. That's it. I want to find that to make sure because I heard it on the air. So that's why I'm like, hmm. Well, again, by same, all accounts. Same with like Oregon, Texas Tech, you know, 81 points in the first game. They're going against Texas Tech next week. The spread's six and a half. Right. They won't probably be putting up 81. Where is that game? Anyway, just back to the the Florida State LSU game. I I actually almost used my my change on this one. What stopped you? a um, A lot of it came down to just not wanting to use it week one, you know, kind of thing, because I wanted to see what everybody was going to do. But I did not like what was coming out of Brian Kelly's mouth leading into the game. And then he had some weird fucking quotes after the game. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, I don't know if you heard this. You know, he said on his radio show, we're going to beat the heck out of him. Mm-hmm. And then in the in this week when he was like meeting, you know, for his Monday press meet or whatever, he got asked and he's like, that's not I didn't say something like that. In my 33 years of coaching, I've uh, you know never disrespected another team, and you know they like, can wind the tape back. Right? Yeah, right. 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 Know like, that. wait, who are you, Trump? Uh, he you may know? not. <laughs> he may not know that. He's an idiot. Fair enough. But but either way, he started saying some weird shit, and then after the game, he said, uh, "We we apparently weren't who we thought we were, the back to back national champions." And I was like, "What a weird fucking quote to say." 
about your team? And why would they think that? Because you set the tone. But interestingly, Kirby Smart got asked about that quote during his press conference. And they said, what's your reaction? He said, you're always one week away from humility. Amen. And I was like, and that's, that's why I love this man. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm still mad that Georgia got him. But I get it. He wanted to go where he could win. He's he's the opposite of Brian Kelly. He's got his shit together. He's he's not he's not your yep. next Mitch O'Connell or you know exactly. The spread for Colorado Nebraska is two and a half. <laughs> Interesting. Where are they playing? Nebraska. Okay. I, I believe that. No, it's at Boulder. It's at okay. Boulder. So they're playing in Colorado. Got it. Well, you know, to piggyback on what you said about uh, Kelly. That was one of the things that irritated me about the Florida-Utah game is I didn't like Napier coming out. And, Mac, I think you and I talked about this. Grinch, you and I may have. Yeah. It was a play at the, early in the game with the punt, and the punter fields the ball like at the three-fucking-yard line, which he shouldn't have. It was fourth down for them. And turns out two number threes on the field on defense, which you cannot have the same jersey, same numbers on the same side of the ball. And it's because they did have one of their receivers in Wilson, who was number three on the offensive side, on the field. And so you had Marshall Jr. and Wilson, both number threes. And he comes out and he goes, they asked him about it. He said, well, you know, they're freshmen. They made a mistake. You know, they, they've got to pay attention mm-hmm. to these things. It's like, you're the coach. The buck stops with you. I don't give a fuck if they're a freshman or a senior. At the end of the day, there's a dozen coaches on the sideline. Everyone should, should be watching that shit, counting how many people are on the field. So you're not going over. And, you know, but again, you and I yes. talked about it, right? The The fact that you have multiple uniforms with the same number. You know, I think it's two, obviously, each side of the ball. is fucking asinine. Well, you, South you, Carolina. You have one number per person. And done. End of discussion. And, of course, yeah. I'm sure you get Just into like that weird pros. fucking gray area where players like, I've had this since Pee Wee, and I don't want to give Tough up a shit. number, right? <laughs> South Carolina yeah. did the same thing. And they have a jersey they put on players that, like, zips up the side so it's a quick in-and-out jersey. If you're playing the other side of the ball and you've got a same number, it has no name on the back, but it's a number that doesn't get used. And there was a South Carolina player in Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking intelligent, but that's also your coaching staff knowing that that's coming. Going, well, that dude's going to be playing I, I both love, sides of the I ball. I love for once in my entire adult life, hell, my entire life, we're talking about intelligent coaching at South Carolina. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, because even, of what it had. Even if it only comes to jersey management and player management. If it I'll hadn't just happened to Florida and resulted in a first down for the opponent, which then scored, it was a 14-point swing potentially. In that one fuck up, South Carolina at least had their shit together and the coaching staff went two players, same jersey, same side of the ball. Let's put a different jersey on them. That's just intelligent management right there. That's all. It's not that difficult, yeah. people. Well, and then they also have to play with, with 13 players on the defense. Yeah, it's just like fucking killing yourself is not the answer. Figure it the fuck out. Uh, all right. That was the week that was. Let's go ahead and move on to the week that is. Mac, you again, out in front, you and Haas. Because of your your swapping up FSU, LSU, and then the UNC South Carolina, you are tied with 14 wins aside. Either of you care who goes first in picking? I mean, I don't care. I'll Mac, I'm going to let you go first. Max going first because it is I fucking rare. You are, my it is rare as the commissioner. You are going matter. first. <laughs> it is rare that you get to go first. I think last season it, it happened matter. once. I was excited I'm that it happened for you. Deuces. And and this is this is where we're starting. Week two, Mac is going first, ladies and gentlemen. You hear it first. I'm telling you, I said it last week. Redefining. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> you got to slide a little bit more out of. Keep going, keep going. You're almost there. Keep keep going, keep going. 
Keep going. There you go. Now you're out of shot. Thankfully. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Big bone boy like you, you, you got to keep rolling to the I side. I got to keep rolling, huh? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, all right, Max. So we're going to start with you. Here we are. Week two. Technically the third game for Vanderbilt in week two because they played in week zero. So Vanderbilt at Wake Forest. Wake Forest. <gasps> you're not You're not staying on the anchor train, huh? I am not. I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but that's okay. Ball sack versus Georgia. Georgia. Smart man. Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky versus. Okay. Ole Miss versus the Green Wave. I think Tulane is actually ranked, aren't they? I think Tulane is ranked. One of them New Orleans schools. Uh, but you're going Ole Miss, so why the fuck does yeah. that matter? Sorry. All right. Texas A&M, Miami. Now, this is Miami, Florida, not Miami, Ohio, correct? Uh, actually, I need to check that. Let Can me... you confirm that for me, please? Yes, sir, as the commissioner will. of the league? 100%. Get your shit together. 100%. Yes, it is the U. Okay. And they're playing at the U. So nobody will show up. Um <laughs> Texas A&M, Miami. Miami is, well, one of I'm going to take Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Okay. No respect for the U. I'm perfectly fine with that. Austin P. Austin PA (laughs) versus Tennessee. 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 Now, I'd like to ask, how is Texas A&M playing twice? I don't know. That is not. Did I? I'm I'm calling It's probably because they're playing. Oh, it's because it's the. fucked up. It's the auto populate. We're, we're canceling the rest of the season. It's auto populate. There we go. This week, it's me. End of story. I know you'd like to think so. It's because it auto populates. See, you type in Texas, it gives yeah, you Texas this A&M. Is not my problem. Texas going. <laughs> look, I'll boot your ass out the league. I don't give a fuck. I do. Bye. I do. Oh, oh, thank you. Texas ain't it or Texas He's versus like, Alabama. Some, Grinch is like, I need somebody in here that can take the bananas. He needs, he needs somebody that's going to finish behind him. I'm assuming um, you're going Alabama here. Texas, Alabama. And this is at Alabama, right? This is at Alabama. This is, uh, this is a look at things to come next season. Alabama is a seven-point favorite. Uh, a fun side note is, you know, when you play a team that isn't in conference – you don't have to put the student section from the opposing team and band in certain locations. You can put so them in last here. year, Longhorn, the Texas Longhorns put Alabama in the upper deck. So they didn't even bring the band, if I remember right. Like, so this yes. year, they're putting Texas, because they're not in the conference yet. They're putting them in the right. upper upper level. <laughs> Good. Um, but qu- has anybody years? confirmed if... if uh... McConaughey will be traveling to, mm. to Alabama because that can he'll make a difference. Be, I'm sure he'll be there. Uh, I'm going to Alabama. MTSU versus Missouri. Missouri. Grambling versus LSU. LSU. Arizona versus Mississippi State. Arizona versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State is a nine-point favorite. There you go. Furman versus South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina. Auburn versus California. Auburn. Another interesting one. And then Florida versus McNeese State. Florida. I'm not ch- okay. I'm not chalking that up to you just going with Florida. 
Uh, I'm still, it's, it's that misstate Arizona. That's got me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Arizona, Mississippi state. The Laura Arizona's quarterback three for two eighty five, three touchdowns and interception is for a game. Yeah, I'm gonna take mistake. Okay. All righty, Haas. It is your turn. Vanderbilt at Wake Forest. Uh Wake Forest. Ball sack at Georgia. Georgia. Eastern Kentucky at Kentucky. Kentucky. The Rebels at the Big Green Wave. Tulane. I'm sorry, what? He said Tulane and the Big Green Wave, baby. Okay. Texas A&M at the U. A&M. Austin, PA at Tennessee. Tennessee. Texas at Alabama. Alabama. MTSU at Missouri. Missouri. Grambling at LSU. LSU. McNeese at Florida. Florida. Arizona, Miss State. Miss State. Furman at South Carolina. South Carolina. Auburn at California. California. It gets interesting. He's he wants to make sure he separates from you, Mac. He's like, we ain't gonna be tied for long. He does want to separate one way or the other. Further behind. <laughs> one way or the other, we are not gonna be tied. All right, big Grinch. You and I are uh, unfortunately the also rans here. So mm-hmm. Vanderbilt at Wake Forest. Uh Wake Forest. Ball sack at Georgia. Uh let's see, I think I could save you time here. I'm only I, change. I, I, I'm going to go Ole Miss instead of Tulane. Texas A&M and, at the U. And then I'm going Auburn over Cal. Okay. All right. So Wake Forest, Georgia, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Alabama, Missouri, LSU, Florida, Miss State, South Carolina, Auburn. We're good. <laughs> all right i uh what's the line on wake forest vanderbilt is there one 10 for wake forest okay wake forest vanderbilt i got 14 still still wake forest though right yeah. either way yeah nothing yep. changed there okay i'll go wake forest uh georgia i'll go kentucky old miss Tulane. i'm gonna go old miss Texas A&M over Miami, Tennessee. Just, just so we're clear, that that's only a four point line. What is? The, the Ole Miss, Miss Tulane. Tulane. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm showing seven and a half. Okay. I am showing seven and a half as well. Okay. okay. It is at Tulane. It is. Twenty four versus number twenty. So, I don't know. Jay Dart, Ole Miss. Judkins, Ole Miss. I mean, who, who did you say the quarterback was going to be for Ole Miss? Jackson Dart. Okay. 334, four touchdowns. Okay. Uh, then I am going to go. He, he only played like three minutes. A quarter or something. I mean, <laughs> It's like preseason NFL right there. Uh, I'm going to go Texas A&M, Tennessee, Alabama, Missouri, LSU, Florida, Miss State. All right. Uh, I am going to go. Those are my picks. I'm going with that as well. Auburn over California. Sorry for those out there, in case you didn't hear that. Yes, Auburn over California. All right, let's jump over to our... All three of you went exactly the same. Yes, sir. Cool. Well, I mean, this way we're we're at least two games ahead of you, regardless. You hope. (laughs) 
49ers showing up. South Carolina State goes into Charlotte and loses to UNC Charlotte 24-3. There you go. All right, so we're jumping into Charlotte versus Maryland. Can you even find the line on this? Is there a line? The Terrapins? The Deadly Turtles Uh, of Maryland? Didn't one of your daughters apply there? Grinch? No. No. Not Maryland? Yeah, I was going to say. I thought that Um, was... Is I, that- I think she thought about it at one point. Okay. She- I know it was mentioned. I know I heard it mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to think about that for a second because I didn't know if that was directed at Mac or me. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. I only one that I know of. <laughs> um, All right, Charlotte going into Maryland. All right, so uh, obviously they, they rolled on South Carolina at home, but now they're going on the road. We're going to see. There's going to be a road test for them. So, Mac, South you're picking Carolina first. State. What did I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they would have beat South Carolina. Look <laughs> yeah, at that they, score. I think they could have beaten South Carolina. <laughs> and they were, they were actually playing right down the road. So, I mean, you know, they you could just down there with out. us. You can't be talking shit when you're based on the scoreline. They'd have beaten Florida, too. Okay. Florida put up yeah, 11 points. So uh, I'll throw it out there. Absolutely. All right, Mac, Charlotte, Maryland. Uh, I'm going to take Maryland. Going Maryland. No faith in Biff Pogey. No, I mean, you know. No, no, I'm trust, hearing no faith. You, you were know. quick on the draw there. You're like, Maryland. That's fine. That's I mean, cool. Maryland knocked out Towson last week, 38-6. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's just going to be a little too much on the road. Hey, did did we confirm to... which conference they're in? AAC, baby. AAC. The American. The first year in the AAC. Yeah, first year. American okay. Athletic Conference. Yes, sir, I believe so. Or yes, sir. Does that change your pick based on what conference they're in? No, right. it's just that's that's not where I'm finding them. Oh yeah, they're in the AAC. But if you look at, well, it just says American College Football. Under, if you go to the drop down in ESPN, there is go no to- AAC. No, no, it's it's American. It's under ACC. It's American. They didn't put the initials. It's just American. America. Yeah, and if you scroll down, they'll be near the bottom versus Maryland. Second from the bottom. Temple Rutgers Ah, underneath. Okay, correct. Correct. It is a 24 and a half point line. (laughs) Uh, Is it? Oh, this is on Haas though, right? Yeah, Haas. Sorry. I'm going Maryland. Maryland. Grinch? Yeah, Maryland. I think that's a no-brainer. Oh, that's right. I forgot to tell my Viola as the quarterback up at Maryland. Hmm. So they're playing an SECU Stadium, College Park, Maryland. It will be projected 84 degrees, clear and sunny, <laughs> and it is a 24-and-a-half-point oh, well, favorite. You said it was going to be 84 degrees? That's what this is. <laughs> Oh, you I want mean, to change your pick? Um, you feel free. Pogi's Pogi's going to be able to break break out the the cutoff shirt, the sleeveless and let the guns half fly, shirt. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it is inspiration. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Smoke a cigar on the sideline. There you go. All right. So there we go. The week that is, the week that will be. It is now in the books. We have our picks locked in. You do get one wild card pick. You don't need anyone's permission. You just dial it up and say, "I want to change." And it's done. So don't forget that. Keep that in your back pocket in case you want to, you know, change oh, from to Tulane. I thought about it long and hard. <laughs> you know, I did too, and I probably would have pulled it out had it not been week one. 
Yeah, that's that's yeah, really it's the too whole early to really pull that. Because the closer uh, we got, yeah, I had reservations <laughs> for sure, bro. Again, you got thirteen weeks. I mean, there's a lot of time, so let's see what happens. <clears throat> All right, so there we go. It's in the books, gentlemen. As always, thank you. Another episode of Liquor and League, season four, done. It's hard to believe when you say that season four, we've done this four fucking seasons. Uh, Mac, m- maybe you you continue to plow ahead of Haas. Maybe he gains the ground and, and separates himself from you with those two off picks. We'll find out. But as always, gentlemen, I appreciate you coming on here, giving me your perspective and your hot takes week in and week out. I love doing this, and we will do this again next week. <laughs>